you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Big Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact, and I got here Sin City Steve, Simon Street, Matt Michaels, and welcome everyone to Three Count. We got three good topics that we're going to present to you. We're going to discuss it, and uh, feel free to join us in that discussion. Just throw whatever you like in the uh, comments, and if it, it sounds like something that uh, we should throw up on the screen, we'll do just that you can always watch us live youtube facebook and twitch all right let's get into our three count fellas oh let me hold on now it's time <laughs> biggest bad boys of podcasting present one two three count talk count talk baby all right here's our first one, one. and that was cash wheeler flashed a handgun doing a roll rage Type incident per prosecutor. This was at cagesideseats.com. So it reads like this that the video of Daniel Wheeler, the AKA AEW World Tag Team Champion, Cash Wheeler of FTR, being arraigned uh, this morning, which was Friday, August 18th, has made its way online and, pro- and provides needed context for the news of his recent arrest on a charge of aggravated assault with the firearm. The Ninth Judicial Circuit Court's live stream arraignment from the Orange County, which is in Florida, jail, which is where the information comes from. And Wheeler was arrested in Orlando, the seat of and largest city in Orange County. Now, Wheeler's attorney states that his client turned himself in late last night and requested bail be set at $2,500 for what the prosecutor then described as a, quote, road rage type incident, end quote where the 36-year-old wrestler, quote, flashed a handgun at the alleged victim, end quote. Now, she did not argue for a higher bail, as both counselors agreed that this was not a domestic incident and that Willard does not know the other parties involved and that he has no prior criminal record and owns a home in Orlando suburb of Maitland. Now, the judge agreed as well uh, and set Willard's bond as requested. He also ordered Willard to turn in any weapons he owns to the Orange County Sheriff's Office within 12 hours and to have no contact with the alleged uh, victim or any witnesses in that case. Now, a warrant, a warrant was issued for Willard's arrest on July 28th, the day after the alleged incident. He pled not guilty to the single third-degree felony charge uh, through his lawyer on August 3rd. All of that is fairly standard in a situation like one in which Willier, Willer appears to be involved. Now, regarding FTR's plan AEW world title uh, defense against the Young Bucks scheduled for August 27th in um, All In in London, the judge did not list Willer's passport among the items he was to turn over to the court. So PW Insider says they've confirmed that in a report that also states, quote, 
There are currently no restrictions on Wheeler traveling internationally that has been imposed by the court, end quote. And AEW's only statement on the matters thus far can be found in uh, their original post on Wheeler's arrest, which you can go check that out. So, Sin City Steve, this is your boy, man. This is your guy, FTR, man. We love these guys. Yeah. What's your thoughts, man? Well, so obviously it's it's difficult to just jump right in and form an opinion until you have all of the facts and everything mm -hmm. that's, you know, that, that, that happened in this instance, um, due to documented things that have, that have been reported. Um, it is a road rage incident. And according to information that has been presented, uh, the person the the plaintiff, I guess, in this case, uh, actually got out of their vehicle and, uh, and attempted to, you know, um, uh, start a confrontation with Cash Wheeler. Um, mm -hmm. So that is, that's interesting to say the least. And quite frankly, uh, Florida has a stand your ground castle doctrine. So mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those types of things where this will probably amount to absolutely nothing, largely because of that. And because of the fact that Wheeler was actually, one could argue, um, he was, he was acting in self-defense as someone got out of a vehicle coming toward his vehicle. So he flashed his pistol in order to, you know, just let that other individual know, Hey, I'm not unarmed. So the fact is, it's probably going to get, it's probably going to get pled down to a misdemeanor. Uh, if anything, uh, he'll get fine and a probation, um, it's, it, it's one of those things. He's not going to catch a felony. Uh, the biggest thing that really a lot of people were concerned about was, does this disqu disqualify the match at all in with the young bucks, uh, in what is being called one of the biggest tag team matches in AEW history, obviously, uh, which it will not do that. Uh, his passport was not confiscated. There were no restrictions on his travel. So as a result, this match should should commence as planned so yeah. yeah interesting situation but uh thankfully nothing escalated and got out of control with this situation hmm. simon street um i mean so i don't i'm not sure if if willer was uh boxed in or, or or you know felt that uh you know maybe just drive around this you know the guy or or whatever the case may be why you know, he felt that, okay, if the guy was walking, you know, instead of just taking off, why he felt he need to get out and, and flash his gun. Do you, what's your take when you actually read about this incident happening? Um, yeah, what's your, what was your thoughts? What was my first thought? Fuck around, find out. That's the first thing I thought about. And then the second question I said, what state was he in? He was in the right state. So I already knew. Yup, look, don't act surprised. You know there's certain states where you can do this shit and certain states you can't. I'm just glad my man wasn't in California. That shit wouldn't have worked out so well. So uh, you know, Essen said he's I mean, he dropped it like it's hot, all the facts. It, it, it's not gonna restrict his travel, it ain't nothing. But at the end of the day, uh he's more alike like his character is in real life. And uh, you know, it's just a lesson to go, you know. What I mean, um, we live in a world now where it's important for us to uh, mind ourselves. That's all I can say. Do you, you think it was, 
Do you think it was necessary? To, do I think uh, it was warranted? Yeah. If someone roll up and gonna do something, it ain't gonna be like that video where the dude punched the, the window that wouldn't break. <laughs> Hell no. Shit, man. I'm gonna get you for you get me. Okay. Right. And if I'm in the state where I know I could do that shit, oh hell yeah, all day. FAFO. And and would you and if you had the opportunity to just drive around, you would just, you know, I guess stand your ground and not drive around and flash your piece? Look, my piece is flashed if it needs to get pulled. Luckily I don't have to pull it. <laughs> it almost sounds that? like one of those wrestling tropes. I'm gonna ride you so hard. That you've never been read like that before. You know what? I'm gonna you're you're gonna see a deeper side of it. No, no. But but in all seriousness, guys, if in certain states that is normal language, okay. And I'll sum it up with that. It's normal language in the state that he was in, in the city he was in. That's normal language. Hopefully, the other person obviously interpreted it as that. Okay, I'm fucking yeah. with the wrong person. Let me chill. Got you. All right. <laughs> Mr. Matt Michaels, what what was your take? I mean, uh, when this came across, man, our, our news feeds, it was like, OMG, what the heck happened? And like Steve says, is he going to be showing up in London? What was your thoughts when you saw this come, uh, come through? Well, it would have been great if he didn't have to go to London because then he wouldn't have to wrestle the Young Bucks. So that's <laughs> good for them. So just saying. Um uh, Number two, uh, I think uh, Travis said it best, where FTR now stands for Flash the Revolver. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's it's interesting. Um, I, thank God he wasn't a black guy, right? Because that could have been uh, an even more serious issue, right? So, um, or thank God the other guy didn't flash his gun, and now you have a standoff. <laughs> so, absolutely, you know, um, I think it's funny that listen, they're pro wrestlers, pro wrestlers have been carrying guns since the beginning of time, so it's nothing new. Um, I think that really it was a lot of overreaction quickly for no reason. Um, I think that it just shows how polarized fan bases are because you wanted people who um, wanted him in trouble. So it looks bad on AEW. And, uh, you know, then the AEW fans, uh, you know, wanted him to, you know, of course be he's vindicated. He, you know, this is nothing, you know. So the honest answer is, is that road rage fucking happens all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I go back some 20 plus years in LA within being there a month. I literally was fucking chased for 20 minutes because some fucker thought I cut him off and you never know what happens. So, um, you know, luckily, this was an incident where he didn't have to use his gun, which would have complicated things. So, yeah, absolutely. So, in other words, he didn't have to use his AK. So today was a good day. Well, thank you for those lyrics. Uh, appreciate them. That's a nice cube reference for those who didn't. All right. Count two. two. 
Edge gets a look at custom WWE Intercontinental title celebrating the 25th anniversary. This is from Wrestling Inc. Com. So this way this reads is that Edge will celebrate or did celebrate his 25th anniversary on WWE August 18th edition of SmackDown with the first time ever bout against Sheamus scheduled for the show in his hometown of Toronto, Canada. The company has been pushing a celebration on social media throughout the week, sharing highlights and behind the scene photos of WWE Hall of Famer's iconic in-ring career. To commemorate his tenure with the sports entertainment juggernaut, WWE produced custom blue intercontinental title belts which greeted Edge as he arrived at the Scotiabank Arena, the same venue where he first claimed the prestigious championship barely a year into his career, defeating current AEW star Jeff Jarrett at a WWE house show in 1999. Edge would ultimately hold Intercontinental Gold five times en route to a historic career and would see him win King of the Ring, the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match, the Royal Rumble, and 11 World Championships. Now, Edge was forced into an early retirement in 2011, relinquishing his WWE World Heavyweight title before shocking return at the 2021 Rumble. The 49-year-old will wrestle the final match of his current WWE contract against the Celtic Warrior and has admitted that his future with the company is unclear, leading to rumors of a potential reunion with Christian in AEW or a second retirement from professional wrestling. So, uh, all right. There it is right there, uh, Matt Michaels. I guess it has been mentioned that um, it's a possibility he could end up at AEW. But what was your take uh, uh, now that we've actually seen this past uh, Friday's match and, uh, you know, how everything came together? What's your thoughts? I think he is, uh, without a doubt, uh, the overrated superstar. Not over, not R-rated superstar, overrated superstar. Um, first of all, you're celebrating 25 years of Edge when he missed nine of them. <laughs> Way to fucking go, WWE. Um, you know, the, the thing about Edge was back in 98, um, they started printing his image on things with stuff that had Austin and the rock. Um, they, they positioned him from day one and he didn't deliver. He was a big fucking thud Mm. and it took them putting him with Gangrel and then bringing Christian in to, have Gangrel really mentor them, okay? Then you have them as a tag team. And what happens? The tag team doesn't really find anything until you put them with Angle and they're doing the the 30-second, uh, you know, camera thing. Yeah. And then you have the matches with the Hardys and the Dudleys goes to say if the Hardys and Dudleys didn't exist, Edge and Christian might not have been a thing. Mm. Very simple. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, and isn't it funny that the whole thing was they they put intercontinental belts out. But the guy was a world champion. So <laughs> once again, it goes to show that he's just one of those guys who 
is just so fucking overrated. Um, if you go back and you look at his matches, he can wrestle. He knows how to tell a story. But he really is just kind of a fucking leeching scumbag. And, um, you know, just kind of... Um, what would have... His career might have been something else if he wasn't a fucking drug addict, too. So... Just wow, man, you you just ain't holding back today. Shit, <laughs> fuck, uh, man, take take your shirt off with with that one. Damn, fuck. Is this fuck. is this is this dark side of the ring? What is this dark side of the ring? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, this is, this is dark side of Adam Copeland and fuck him. Ooh. All right. Well, why are you? Uh, <laughs> Happy uh, anniversary, Edge. <laughs> yeah, no shit. God damn. Um, all right. Well, let me okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Let me go. Let me let me go to you, Simon Street. Why not? Please. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. I would I would sleeves real quick. I, I would I, I wouldn't necessarily have put it in, in the way that uh Michaels put it. I I I got a little bit more love for Edge than that, but what's your take? I think it's like this. Uh although Things that you have said are things that are not untrue. They are things that are part of his past. And although you do speak of the history of the almost failed attempt of Edge, definitely Christian. Um, yes, you are correctly right in those ones. But what you did leave out, Mr. Michaels, is that in this great, beautiful, illustrious sports entertainment world that we watch WWE, all it takes is a small, small, little bit of an opportunity. And if you're smart enough and you're around the right cast of people, you can maximize that opportunity. And that is exactly what Edge uh, and, and Christian did. Um, let's talk about it. The Brood, freaking awesome faction for as long as, as, as they lasted in the mix, right? They went on. Most people would have had him dead to rights, right? They was looking like the Lost Boys from the 80s and shit like that. They would have had him dead to rights. They utilized a, a, probably one of the most more talented WWE tag teams that we haven't that, that we've seen, not counting the Golden Era, right? Just stacked. And then you add Edge and Christian. They had to fight for their place, and I think they did it very well. And if you look at some of the high risk takes that they've done, Edge with the spear. Come on. Ladders match. I mean, so so at the end of the day, you're saying that he's overhyped, and I get that. That's your opinion, but your your opinion comes from the realm of rectal cranium disorder, and I'm going to tell you why. The reason for that is is because <laughs> 25 years. Okay, I'm sorry, the math wasn't quite there, but he was still associated with WWE. They still had him on alumni, which technically means you still are with WWE. Now, if that is an in ring in ring competitor, that no no no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Then. Then that would have made sense. But they didn't say that at all. They did not say 25 years of in-ring performance. Just 25 oh years God. of being in the, in the WWE. So well, Then how come they didn't celebrate Shawn Michaels 35 years? Or no, fucking, yeah, almost 40 years now. Yeah, 35 years. Because Shawn Michaels don't want all that. Did you ever and that's it? why he's a fucking scumbag because he oh wants. Oh my all god! That. So he is scumbag it. because because he wants motherfucking roses. Why is that got to be such a bad thing if somebody wants their roses? That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying, dude came back from a neck injury. You know how his 
his whole story just with that. Let's cut all that other shit out, right? That's so inspirational to about five motherfuckers. Two that's that's back into competing, right? In, in wrestling again. And one more person that, that hopes they can have that opportunity that Edge had. So uh, again, man, there's much more to that. And and I'm sorry if you just 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 feel like it's overhyped, underrated. You know what? Maybe you're just not a fan. And that's okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you right now, give that man his roses. It was amazing what he's done. I appreciate him coming in. He's actually doing something that I wish a lot of wrestlers would do. Have a timeline, get shit out the way, and an extra. That's all I'm saying. Don't just be angry and shit doing commerce. He is going to extra. All right. All right. Let me move over to you. Uh, (laughs) Um Sin City Steve, uh, listen, I definitely was a, uh, a fan of Edge. Uh, what's your take in this, man? Uh, overrated or uh, underrated? <laughs> so, actually, I, I think that um, I'm just going to preface this by saying his boom time in the business was at a time when I stepped away from watching the business as a whole. So, mm. I if, if I would have been watching to, to the scale that I had been um, – Edge would have been, uh, you know, much higher ranked for me. However, um, what he has accomplished in getting back into the ring after being gone for so many years is one hell of a landmark achievement. Now, let's let's talk about this, okay? His contract with WWE expires in September, okay? I'm going to put this out there, and I know at least one of you are going to get get pissed, Tony Khan and AEW is the reason why he got back into professional wrestling. Right. And I'm, and I'm being completely real by saying that edge wanted to come back to WWE, but WWE would not clear him or let him return. So a mutual friend got TK and edge talking and TK offered edge a contract for AEW edge went to WWE and said, look, I'm taking this contract. And I'm coming back to wrestling one way or the, or another. Um, that evidently changed Vince's mind, and miraculously, Edge was offered a WWE contract and stayed with WWE. Also, another thing: we just talked in count one about Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood were two of the major training partners for Edge as he prepared to come back to wrestling. Mm. Yes, Sheamus was number three, but Dax and Cash were there with him nearly every day. Um, and they're, and so they're neighbors. They they are neighbors as well. Yep. So that's that's another very important thing. Um, so also, you know, I, I think that this is getting lost in this whole thing. Yeah, Christian's in AEW too. And those guys are essentially brothers. They've been friends for their entire lives. So right there, you've got that. Um, Usually when people worry about upsetting WWE or Vince or, you know, whoever, they're worried about not getting a spot in the Hall of Fame. Edge has already got a a spot in the Hall of Fame. So realistically speaking, he has nothing left to lose by going to AEW. Um, now am I saying that I want to see Edge and Christian reunite and go against the Hardys, you know, to satisfy that 25 year old itch? No, I don't, I don't want to see that, but I would not mind seeing 
Adam Copeland and Christian wrestle together one more time. Interesting. Against the Hardys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm Fuck it. Get, get Bubba and Devon in there, too. Why not? <laughs> and you know what? While you're at it, turn the lights out and bring Sting. <laughs> fucking Sting's going to be in a coffin, which he already should be anyway. So. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> that, so oh, that'll yeah. be the only time yeah. you give a man flowers is at his funeral, huh? And and the and you're never going to get the Dudleys on that show because Bubba Ray has more fucking sense than that. Listen to his podcast. He hates he AEW, man. Yeah, he does. He does. He, he fucking does. hates AEW. He's up there with 100%. he's up there with Bischoff and Booker T as far as hating AEW. Yep. And Matt Michaels. Man, you better not leave us to go to their podcast of AEW haters are us. <laughs> And you know, right. John John makes a really good point in the chat. He says, "Who's he to say Edge is even going to wrestle again? Uh, his competitor contract is up, but who's to say he doesn't have a Legends contract?" He doesn't. He doesn't. And the reason he doesn't is because of what he wants to wrestle. He's he's going to AEW to wrestle. Yeah. There's there's yeah. no doubt. Um, the only other reason he wouldn't go is if he was offered something ridiculous by the WWE to stay and be an ambassador, a legend, and front office, or whatever the fuck it would be. Well, but what's the reason? He doesn't have to work in AEW. They they film one fucking day a week. So yeah, he's that's going it. there. Mm. Yeah, and then he can spend time with his kid. Yeah. You know? That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Work-life balance. Where's your loyalty, like, taker, Edge? Huh? Where's your loyalty? What are you talking about? Every, everybody's uh, is, is like LeBron James. There is no goddamn loyalty. Oh, shut we up. We know where the money is. We know where the money is. Just like Impact with his favorite team. Here we go. What and team Mark, do you like Mark, to this year? Is, is, is Mark Calloway is not a scumbag either. So, just saying. <laughs> oh, oh, you're salty up there, ain't you? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Out of this. Three. All right. WWE legend Tammy sits legend. 25 years legend. in prison. Yeah, no. Tammy, yes. after pleading no guilty to DUI causing death, that's from TMZ. Hey, they don't always going to get it right. You know, they just, you know, they probably said, hey, she's a legend. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, and it just reads that. Um, that the uh, that she that yes, Tammy just pleaded no contest to a felony charge of DUI causing death, and she's now facing a prison sentence of up to a quarter of a century. TMZ Sports has learned the 50 year old wrestling Hall of Famer was first hit with the count and seven others back in May 2022 after officials alleged she killed a 75 year old man during a drunken car crash just two months prior. Now, Tammy had initially pleaded not guilty to all of the charges, but changed her pleas in a in a Volusia County courtroom on Wednesday afternoon, days before the case was slated to go to trial. Now, according to the court documents, in addition to the plea to the felony DUI causing death, she also pleaded no contest to one felony charge of driving with license suspended causing death. Four misdemeanor counts of DUI with damage to a person and two misdemeanor charges of DUI with damage to property. Now, a sentencing hearing 
uh, for Tammy has not been uh, put on the docket, though. According to court docs, she's facing a maximum sentence of 25 years behind bars when it comes up. Now, she has been in jail since May 2022 in the case after prosecutors claim she crashed her car into the back of another vehicle on a Florida road in March 2022 while it was stopped at a traffic light. The officials allege at that time of the accident she had a blood alcohol content of 0 0.08 or higher. Uh, she had at first received a bond in the case, but days later she was thrown back in jail after prosecutors called her a danger to community. Now, the case was not the first time for Miss Tammy, as she's been accused of drinking and driving. She had also been arrested at least six times for impaired driving before, including back in 2019 in New Jersey. The former wrestler, wrestling personality is also jailed last year for allegedly threatening to kill a man with scissors. My Lord, Simon Street, hey, you do... Uh, you got you one here that matches you, man. Your whole lifestyle here. Whoa, hold on now, man. That ain't my lifestyle. Don't I know. Put that I'm on me, bro. Hey, no. What's your article, man? What's your What's your take on uh, now? We should remind people that this is Sunny, right? This is Sunny. We're talking about from yeah. uh, WWE back in the day. All right, go ahead, man. What's your mm -hmm. thoughts? Uh, you know, a lot of my thoughts when I see a lot of this is sad. First and foremost, you know, um, my prayers go out to the, the gentleman that was killed in the car wreck. You know, to lose a loved one, no matter the age, it, it, it's something you never want, especially so tragically. Um, number two, uh, this is not a common territory, you know, for people who primarily during a certain time period where WWE had riddled with problems, left the spotlight, had a real hard time transitioning. And so I brought this article up to kind of bring about the conversation. Not to say that WWE is responsible in any way, shape, or form. She is, did this all on her own. But was there, when, when WWE looks back at a lot of their talent that they had a long time ago and some of the problems they had, she's had these problems even when she was under WWE contract way back in the day. Um, was enough aid, was enough help uh, uh, give it to her? Because I knew, you know, WWE had that policy where they would pay for your, your rehab and stuff like that. But number two is, is some of the lifestyle that was back in the day. Are we starting to see that now? I mean, we hear stories of, you know, drug addiction, pill addiction that Shawn Michaels had and how he overcame. Um, we talked about stories of Eddie Guerrero. We talked about, you know, tons of other different people during that time frame and a little bit before that that's my biggest thing it's like it's sad to see that you know what i mean because she's just gone further and further down the rabbit hole i mean now she's just going to be orange is the new black for 25. you know and i just, I just wonder sometimes uh i'm glad that wwe has made the changes they they have, have made to you know offer up help and support for some of the people who work for them under contract if they suffer suffer from substance abuse but shit, man it's just I don't know, it's just because WWE didn't know back in the day and was just wasn't thinking about it and the times were that way. But man, I, I feel like some of this could have been avoided a long time ago. And not just WWE, but people, family and friends that could have reached out to her. Dolph Ziggler could have reached out to her. I know that's me being a little petty, but I'm just being honest. He actually knew her more than just, uh, you know, as an acquaintance at work. You know, somebody's dead now. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'm tired of seeing this, whether it just be someone that's WWE, but just in general, man, it's, it's, it's getting old. Yeah. Well, um, 
Since he, Steve, 25 years in prison uh, for Tammy. And, yeah, she pleaded no contest. Apparently, the car was stationary. She just, boom. I mean, just imagine. I mean, it, it's crazy because even at times when I'm, uh, we know how drivers are here in the Vegas area. I, I see people speeding. And sometimes, I tell you, when I'm at a, when I'm stopped at a light, I'm constantly looking at my rear view because sometimes people be coming in real hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, I hope this is not the moment. But I'll be ready to I'm ready to brace, like, you know, you know, but um what's your take, man, when you when you read about uh this happening? <clears throat> <laughs> Fuck this fucking drunk drug addict cunt. Thank you. Are they talking about Edge again? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Man, you are really looking for some smoke. I don't think you really won't. That penis going to come up here and fucking squeeze your head like a watermelon in between our thighs, which I don't know might be a fantasy or just a fatality for Mortal Kombat You might not mind that. I was going to say, you might not mind that. Look, 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 look. It all depends if it's lip to lip where you facing before you go pops. So in all seriousness, though, like, yeah, we, we really, we do need to think about this and not just oh she's a former wwe employee and on-screen character um as you mentioned simon someone legitimately is dead as a result of her and the fact is yes mental health substance abuse those are two very very serious and real things that are facing a lot of people in this country okay but also the, the fact is, we do also need to have accountability for people in this country. That is something that's faded, is accountability. And hopefully, Sonny, Tammy Sitch, reaps all of the accountability that she deserves. Got you. Well, Matt Michaels, I'm. Uh, what's your take, man, on this? Hearing about what happened, we have a person now. Um, looked like she already had uh, been spending some time uh, in jail and yep. going to be spending a lot more of that time on there. Uh, what's your take on this, man? So, you know, Steve just said a very uh, poignant thing, and that is accountability. I also, uh, Steve, go a step further and say that the system is fucked. It's broke. Absolutely. And she should never have been released from jail. Fucking absolutely. Period. This man would not be dead if the system didn't allow her to be back on the street. Right. That's a problem. And also, you know, the, the thing is with her, she, she went through the WWE rehab a number of times. And they fucking, you know, they, they, they were done with it because she kept relapsing. You know who's next? Jeff fucking Hardy. Yes. Mm. It's a matter oh, of time. Oh, we love him because he's a fucking fabulous entertainer. He's a Hall of Famer. Blah fucking blah. The guy is a fucking addict. And at some point, he's going to relapse to the point where he fucking kills someone. He should never been fucking back on the streets until he was actually clean and sober 
And when you're fucking clean and sober, you have to stick to it and it should be implemented that you, you know, you have to continue to test. You have to continue to go to, you know, AA or whatever the fuck it is in the case. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that Tammy, um, when did I meet her? 2011. Um, after she quote unquote cleaned up, she got back in shape. She was supposed to be on the path to fucking redemption. Yep. And then within three years, it was fucking tail. It was like watching a plane fucking crash. It just was going and nobody knew how to stop it. So when no one can stop it, the only thing left is the fucking system. And we have a broken system and that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, hopefully she uh, learned her lesson in these 25 so years. Well, and, and, uh, and John made a point here. The system needs to quit being so soft, especially when there's loss of life. Henry Ruggs III of the Raiders, perfect example. He should have life in prison without parole. And he only got three to ten years. Absolutely disgusting. And Absolutely. that's true. Yeah. And I Absolutely. think also, too, he only has a um, DUI one out of that whole Fuck thing. That. And, I, and I, now that's not un, unsubstantiated. I haven't substantiated that yet. But I, I've, I've never seen it. And that's the thing that's truly sad, especially in Las Vegas. I don't even drive at like after one o'clock because yeah. that's where all these wrecks are happening. Like, I'm no joke. If y'all need me and it's I'm, I'm going to be like being in a big ass semi truck. And it's all love because I put my life on the line to save y'all asses. Because that, that's where it's happening. Three o'clock in the fucking morning. One o'clock yeah. in the fucking morning. Dude, if you're driving a fucking semi at three o'clock in the morning, I'm staying at my house for the rest of my life. <laughs> we talking about I'm coming to save y'all ass. I'm coming to bring in the Ninja Turtle van and shit, man. <laughs> so I can get to save you. <laughs> all right, John. Well, there we go. Those are our three topics. First off, Thank everybody for uh, hanging out with us and putting in your comments and everything. We appreciate it or, or just downloading the podcast and listening to it. Thank you for that as well. Make sure you join us live every Sunday when you can, specific standard time of 8 p.m. Okay. And then for a three count, it's 845. So with that, our final thoughts into, uh, into this week, I'm going to go with you, Simon Street. What you want to tell the good folks out there? Look, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and watching us, guys. We love doing what we do for you and hope you tune in every week. And if you know somebody new, have them come along. Hey, you know what? For anybody who's listening to this show or watching, do you like video games, particularly RPGs? And do you love pro wrestling? Well, hey, I will tell you a beautiful video game, digital, 8-bit dream for you, WrestleQuest. And let me tell you, I've been playing the demo on Steam, and let me tell you right now, it is an awesome game, first and foremost, but very well thought out as far as the battling system that ties in a lot of amazing tropes of wrestling. So imagine you have turn-based RPG uh, uh, battles, but in order to win the match, you got to pin the person. So you do all these different moves. They even go into things to where you build up your stats by doing promos, picking a series of different choices that raises up strength. Now, these are things that you probably don't know unless you play RPGs. But let me tell you, this game is actually a sleeping giant. And the reason why they had so much inside detail on why this game 
could add in the amazing part of pro wrestling into RPGs? None other than the guy had blood on his face this week, Jeff Jarrett. Yes, he's a part of this project, and he's done an amazing uh, job with some of his work, and you can tell. So, uh, you know, just real quick, you play as, uh, you know, uh, a character, and, you know, you play as Randy Santos, and you go along a journey as he becomes the main event. And so it does come out tomorrow, y'all, and if you do like video games like I do, go pick this game up. It's nice. It's going to be on Steam, Xbox, PlayStation 5, not 4, got to get a new PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. All right, guys, have a great week. If you could do me a favor... is that stud guy Randy Santos? That stud guy? I I, I don't know. You, are, are you talking about a stud from prison named Randy Santos? No, just happens to be Randy Santos. Like his Randy, name is Randy Santos. Well, his dream, he, he always wanted to grow up to be Rand, Randy Savage. And so that's oh, where he wants Christ to be. Sake. His name oh, is Randy Santos. Well, for everybody that is not Matt Michaels, who has an open imagination and allows themselves to sit back and enjoy life instead of being highly critical on a gross rectal radium, play this game, Russell Crest. Do me a favor, Simon Street. Just pass some of that, um, uh, some of this check that they've given you, this advertisement check to me, because I need a little bit of that. Yeah, they're shit. Do you you really? (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm still waiting on phone calls from Jeff Jarrett. He told me his secretary. I think his wife is going to give me a call. Um, I I just need to check, y'all. Give me I a chance. You. All right, all right. <laughs> Sin City Steve, man, what's your final thoughts? Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Like always, thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, also, very special thank you and shout out to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands, foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, reppsports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Perfect. Mr. Matt Michaels. Um, I, would, uh, I would like to say that um, I don't want to see Simon Street driving a fucking truck at 3 a.m. Please, God, <laughs> don't let that happen. Please. You know what? That would be funny. Your neighborhood? Yes, that would be Oh, God. I'm going to have a cop to be called on me. <laughs> yep. More than likely. <laughs> and and, and I'd, I'd be the one doing it. <laughs> I, to- I would totally care in your ass if I saw you in a semi-truck because you ain't. No, you so hold on. So hold on. You would care in me. So does that mean you got my check? Karen Jarrett, right? You, you got my check? The advertisement check? I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being held hostage by Leatherface right now. So uh, <laughs> I have I, checks cannot be passed. <laughs> what about gas? Oh god. Have you seen the price? <laughs> All right, guys. Until then, thanks for hanging out. We will see you back next week. Do it all over again. Happy wrestling. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.